0: what's up y'all how y'all doing what's up y'all oh my goodness today is a beautiful day today y'all and we are just so thankful to just have y'all tune into our vibe today and we just want to say thank y'all for tuning into our podcast every week every week that we upload I don't know what, what is the weather like in y'all area? You I know. know we had a lot of rain last yes, night. Yes. I don't know what, and I try not to be a conspiracy theorist, but you know, that whole heart machine. Sometimes I can't help but to wonder, are y'all trying to rock them, sock them us on purpose? <laughs> like we're getting all these tornadoes and severe thunderstorms. Like last night, as a matter of fact, I didn't go to sleep till like four or five o'clock this morning because I wanted to keep an eye out on us um just to make sure we didn't have to take cover for like a tornado and and my baby yeah i was sleeping my baby she was sleeping was just watching over me yes just sleeping so comfortably mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know i just i that's just what i do you know i'm i'm uh the oldest of siblings so you know when you're the oldest it's just you just used to being responsible for certain things and carla what are you I am the middle child. Yes. As a matter of fact, if y'all haven't already take time to research just different personality traits or different character, yeah, different characteristics from people based off of their, their uh, role in the family or their is it position in the family? Like whether they were the oldest middle child or babies. Yeah, I'm my sister is seven years older than me and then my baby brother is ten years younger than me. And you know what's crazy, y'all? I've never dated a middle child. And when I read up on the characteristics of middle children, um It lined up with Carla so perfectly. And I was like, damn, if I would have knew this, I would have been trying to get me a middle child. But I said that's not always true because sometimes middle kids like attention, but I don't like attention, I guess, because I wasn't like my little brother didn't come right after me. And I didn't come right after my sister because we got that space. So I was still able to, you know, know how to do things for myself. But what they said, but what they said with middle children is that a lot of them are like, go with the flowy type person. They got laid back personalities. Yeah, you do have some of them that want that attention, but that's not necessarily the case with all of them. Mm hmm yeah so um anyways y'all, today we want to go ahead before we get into our episode uh, with me opening up about um, a story I've never told before on any platform and it's because it was just so fresh at the time that I still needed to kind of work through my thoughts and, and understand what happened and and all that before I told the story. Um, um, but before we get into that, we do want to take time to thank our sponsor. Yay! <laughs> yes, you uh, The name of our sponsor is Midnightpleaser dot com. Owned as a black family owned. Uh, website um business um and daryl nicholas he's the one who reached out to us and uh babe what's the benefit of uh midnight pleaser how can we keep our ladies out of trouble by visiting midnight midnight pleaser <laughs> uh, you know I, i'm just sitting here thinking like y'all if y'all don't want to get caught up with a Derek jack she said it y'all she said it Y'all might want (laughs) to head over And get you some midnight pleasing Yes y'all so I actually went And visited the website now By now y'all know Carla and I we've been doing This social media shit for a long time So we have a lot of integrity and we don't just Um even though we have people Reach out to sponsor like YouTube videos and And um what is it Podcast episodes things like that We don't accept anything but Mm y'all know I, I like sex toys I like sex you know my wife we like just sex nested, nested. <laughs> we actually reviewed a sex toy on our YouTube channel um, talking about that little Lalo and so when I saw his website I checked it out looked at the prices they got cheap prices um, and they have a huge <laughs> variety of sex toys so um, midnightpleaser.com we're definitely going to have the the link to their website in our description or you can just type it in on your phone um, and, and check them out yeah and yeah that Derrick Jackson that was a big story when I when that shit blew up I was like you know what I felt like it was something about him you know it made me think about um, one time we had um, somebody who watched one of our videos and I can't remember the guy's name but he just kind of said that um, he feels that I guess certain females go after certain men and he knows several good men that are very attentive um to their women and he really made me think y'all I have been around a lot of men Mm -hmm. like all the years of my life and this is no shade or anything like to any of my family or anything I just I don't know of a man that is attentive to female needs like And when I say that, I say because, you know, females, some things bother us and they may not bother men. But I just don't know of a man that is very attentive to the needs of the wife without it being sexual. I mean, like the things that they go through in life, what worries them, the things that worry a lot of females. Sometimes I know some men, they don't see it as being that big of a deal. Yeah. Now let me say this. This is kind of why we was like, when we were trying to think of how do we want to tell our viewer, our listeners about midnightpleaser.com and Carla, she just up and thought about the Derek Jackson. Yes. So they won't get Derek Jackson. But this is why we say that. This is the dangerous thing about a man like Derek Jackson. He's very in touch with his feminine side. Yes, and, and, that's and scary. He knows what to tell a woman. He knows even how to please a woman sexually. So, you know, women, ladies, if y'all are not taking care of yourself don't be afraid to touch yourself get yourself together so you're not blinded by a man that like that they can come in and rock your damn world because the girl Mm -hmm. the mistress has said he's good and bad and he all big and buff and shit so yes again like we said Mm midnightpleaser.com go check them out look at all the 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 varieties of sex toys you know (laughs) what what did it say i said i was gonna pull up the website click pleasers and and strap-ons and dildos and swings all kind of she, you get. you sound like you're kind of hype now <laughs> you know <laughs> all right y'all so okay so let's go ahead and get into uh me finally opening up look at how long i've been trying to avoid uh talking about this so you said it's taking you a long time to tell this story and why do you feel like it took you a long time? Because it's like I wanted to work through the thoughts and I didn't want to speak on it uh from an emotional side. Like I you know, um I, I wanted to be as fair and non biased as possible and um, you know, and get to a place where I just wouldn't Donkey Cone her on, on on video or on camera or the microphone just because. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can really tell the story so that if there's any lessons that can be learned in this story, that people can actually learn it and not be so caught up on, oh, she did Nick wrong. Or, you know, play that victim role. All that type of stuff people like to do when they tell stories. Yeah, but we all know, y'all, when it comes down to the breakdown of a relationship, usually both parties are involved. So, yes. Okay, so. Now, um when it comes to um me and my ex fiance I'm calling her my ex fiance because yeah we did actually get um engaged you know we 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 when we got together I was 21 going on 22 and she was 18 going on 19 so there was a 3 year difference um and like I said before I used to always date girls younger than me and when I say these ages now it just sounds so young you know compared to to where I am now um and during this time it's like i didn't know how to be alone you know i was constantly hopping in and out of relationships and like i said like when you do that it already is you're already setting yourself up for um for failure so i actually met her um my ex-fiance um i met her during the time that i was trying to get or during the time i was battling getting out of the relationship with the ex-girl I was with the white girl I told y'all about where I ended up in jail um if y'all haven't heard that story that's on YouTube um I ended up in jail they tried to give me 60 days and I was able to work it all the way down to like 27 days um just by playing playing with the court system and her not showing up to court but y'all almost I almost almost stuck behind bars for 60 days and when I tell you that is not a good feeling it's just not a good feeling. So were you all already out of the relationship before you met um, your ex-fiance? Yes, we were out of the relationship. But uh, but she the, the ex-girl I was with the the white girl, she was still living with me. Oh, so she just went out of your life. Yeah, and that's why I, I just don't understand. <laughs> like you know, to make shit hard. People, you know, they try to be broken up, but they still living in the same household. So you still got battles. Because now I'm thinking, okay, well, we're not together, so I can go ahead and start looking at someone else to be with romantically. And she wasn't seeing it like that, you know. She thought you just needed time to cool off. Exactly. Because, you know, everybody always have their own agendas. Yeah. So, um and when and it's like when i started talking to um the new girl um that's when shit really hit the fan with the white girl because and sorry for referring her to the white girl that's just the best way that i can just say it so y'all understand but i mean it is what it is but it's like when we were broken up me and the girl the white girl say becky for the (laughs) sake of it well me and becky we were broken up. <laughs> and we were broken up, uh, and it's crazy because that's very similar to her real name. <laughs> but me and Becky, we were broken up, living in the apartment, and then I started uh going back to school, back to college at Alabama A and M. Shout out to them. And it, this girl, is kind of the situation with you, babe. She tried to like um get my phone number. She said she wasn't trying to holler at me at the time, but she, you know, came up to me almost aggressive <laughs> you know to get my phone number and I was just like "Nah, you know I'm in a relationship you know I just kind of shot that off that's when I was in a relationship with the white girl because mm-hmm. you know I try to be very loyal because again the first thing the first time that I cheated that girl that I cheated with she put like a damn voodoo uh curse on me like she the only thing she didn't do was take her hands and put them like the color purple like whoopie Goldberg did and said you know everything you did to me but what she did say she said everything you did to me will come back to you seven times worse and i tried to say shit i don't believe in that shit so it ain't gonna happen to me yeah uh whatever you put out there whether you believe it or not it comes back because everything is energy you know what i'm saying so um I'm dealing with the whole, you know, the, the bad karma that I worked up from cheating. And, um, uh, the girl, the white girl, she's still living with Becky. She's still living with me in my apartment. And then I said, shit, I want to start, start back going to school. Um, try to go back to school or whatever, back to A&M. Cause you know, I've been going back and forth with A&M trying to get that shit together. And, um, when I went to this dorm, I was cool with the, the lady, the dorm mother. And, you know, I go behind the desk, chill with her or whatever. And I told her, I was like, you know, it was this girl who tried to holler at me. And I'm trying to find out who she is. I knew she stayed in Thomas, Thomas Hall. Um, so I was like trying to get to her. So um, when I was describing her and she found out who she was, um, she went on and picked up the phone and uh, she called her. She said, hey, you know, so-and-so, come on. I need to give her a name uh what should i what should i name her who the the new girl or my ex-fiance um <laughs> <laughs> come on babe you like everybody carla give everybody nicknames if she ever meets you she will give you a nickname if your name is too difficult uh do you want it to be close to the name it or don't no? matter just give a name what um, first name come to your head um evan Evan. Babe, why you had to do this? But it's so close to the <laughs> real name. Okay, Evan. I'ma be done said the name for real. Give me <laughs> you not. Okay, so Evan uh came up. <laughs> <He's> so petty. <laughs> but, uh, so Evan finally walked up to the uh to the to the to the front area, the main area, the main lobby area. And, you know, we started kind of flirting back and forth or whatever. Now wait, so you said Evan tried to get your number before. Yeah. So, but she said she wasn't trying to talk to you. I... Well later down the line I told her I was like you know you was just aggressive when you came up and you know tried to ask me for my number and you saw I was in the re- well, and I was in the relationship so you already see how I move she said I wasn't trying to talk to you I just was looking for some new friends and you seemed cool you know and I could tell you was gay so I wanted your number so she was just saying that later down the line she said that she knew she was going to try to work that man <laughs> trying to get in my well, boxes always be <laughs> talking about they ain't trying to be in no relationship yes trying to get in my uh my pant the boo-wop <laughs> All right so Evan made it to the desk yeah to the, saw it. i got her number we started flirting and then of course um then we you know we just kept in contact and then we started going through the dating phase and um luckily, so did she know about becky eventually i told her i said mm-hmm. i just want to let you know this now that um i have my ex that is still living with me um, oh, you was a friend. I'm very, babe, that's because again, that karma shit, once I get kept getting burned by that karma shit, I said, I need to do right. So when I tell you I was moving, that's why when girls did come at me aggressive, I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. It'd be like a church woman, like, no. Like, cause Girl, I can you n- almost needed a whole onus man, you would have come with you. cause you- <laughs> Well, that's because, <laughs> like, when you experience bad karma, you just try to, it's almost like having a curse over your head. And you're trying to get it off because it seemed like like when me and the girl that I cheated on, when she put that little voodoo thing on me, she didn't put it on. She just brought it to my attention. But um, when she, when that happened, it seemed like everything that I touched afterwards, it crumbled. And the climax of that crumble was, I think was the white girl. When I ended up in jail, I just said, I just can't like, that was the worst relationship ever, ever. Mm. Um, so You know uh, me and Evan we started hanging out and um, I told her up front about Becky and uh, I'm glad I did because it was a situation where we went to the mall like we were really starting to hang out we was going bowling with each other like going out on dates it was fun it's Mm -hmm. just when it was over with I had to go home to mean looking Becky and she went to her college dorm (laughs) so Becky didn't know you was dating though did y'all she, have a Becky, conversation this is where the problem came Becky then found out Becky caught on to it because I'm leaving I'm hanging out like it's kind of like well shit where the hell is she at if she okay with wait me. so let me ask you this so when you and Becky was staying together y'all had two bedrooms uh let's see here one bedroom <laughs> so y'all was still sleeping in the same bed or yeah but the thing is wait a minute. listen okay. no, listen it's like I rarely I don't even know if I really had a it's like everything happened so fast. From the point of me talking to Evan and me getting sent to jail, it all happened so fast. So it's like at first I was living in my my apartment where my apartment well it still had one bedroom. I mean it is what it is, yeah. So yes, and we did sleep in the same bed. We didn't touch each other though. Yeah, so how was that like I mean, I just didn't want her. So I didn't have sex with her. So were y'all talking? Like, was it quiet when you was at the house? or Yeah, it was like quiet or to be like some quick, like, uh, you know, this needs to be done or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. it didn't happen. But keep in mind, I didn't know how to be alone. So this was such a short period from like me really making that decision that I didn't want to be with her anymore. And then me moving to the new apartment and then having to drag her ass with me because she didn't have a place to go. And I just let her move in with me in the new apartment. Cause I thought we were in a better space. And this is again, before I started talking to Evan and then when I realized I really didn't want to be with Becky like that, it's like I needed some sex. I needed someone to be with, you know what I'm saying? Romantically. Cause again, I don't know how to be alone and you know, I go and visit and get hooked up with Evan So now it's kind of like this is a, like I said, a very short period. So then when Becky caught on to the fact that, okay, she's not touching me, she's not really here like that. So I'm going from being at the apartment to sleeping in the dorm room with Evan. Also, um, hanging out, like sleeping at, like maybe hanging out like with Gloria or something like that, you know, overnight, just being anywhere, but at the apartment. Right. Um, so when it, when she found, when Becky found out that, we were that i was talking to someone i don't know what Wait, she you did you said y'all went to the mall so did she yeah. see y'all at the mall this is i don't know how she found out where i was at i don't know how she found the mall it's it's been a time where this girl has like chased me in her car with me in my car and we just so she can see where the fuck i was at like it was really i want to tell you it was a really really bad relationship mm. so anyways um i'm at the mall with evan and we leave the mall and we hop in my car my impala And then all of a sudden, this gray Mustang pull up behind my Impala where I can't back out. I can't go anywhere. And she gets out of the, her Mustang, and she's like, oh, really? So, this what the fuck you doing now? You talking to this bitch? Da, 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 da. Like, just really, like, she's ready to fight, and luckily, I had already told Evan about Becky, so she already knew that, like, this I'm dealing her. with an ex that I can't get off of my fucking back. So, what was Evan doing when she was doing it? Was she, she stayed in the car. The car. I, I think she stayed in the car, kind of like how you did, like, when, you know, you was kind of like shit... I'm going to stay back here, but if something pop off, then I'll get up and do what I need to do. Yeah. So that's, it's like, she didn't jump in the mix. She already knew who she was and all that shit. So, um, when I finally got Becky to leave, uh, I didn't go back home. I don't know if I just stayed in the dorm room with Becky or where, where I stayed. I just you mean didn't Evan. I'm being with Evan. Sorry, y'all. So, um, when I finally went back home because I needed some new clothes, like, I was kind of staying in my car and everything. Like, I had a trunk full of, like, old clothes that I was cycling through and everything. So, you had somewhere to stay, but because not really it's like no, i was standing, I'm saying because y'all wasn't you wasn't getting along with becky it was making your life complicated it was very complicated and you saw well you knew what apartment complex it was that madison boulevard apartments really nice apartments mm-hmm. that i had just bought you know because I just moved in those apartments and I don't know why the fuck I let her come with me it's like she did the little sob story like I don't have anywhere to go her mom didn't want her to come and stay in the house with her because she had so much attitude like her parents didn't even want to go in the house to live with her so I'm like damn like I'm finna move in this new apartment I mean we're in a better space she's being a better person now was this after you had been locked up no no this is all before this is just trying to explain to y'all why when I moved out of my first apartment into this newer apartment why Becky was still with me Mm -hmm. it's because I just I didn't know what to do when I felt like we were in a better space and this is before Evan we were in a better space and I was like her mom don't want her to come back home so what am I gonna do so I was like all right well I guess you can you know stay but we're not together um which that was just a bad move but anyways um So when I finally needed more clothes, because again, I'm going between staying in my car, staying with a friend and staying sleeping in the the dorm room with Evan. um, I finally went back to the apartment. Opened the door, went into the apartment and honey, it's like you, it's like the dark energy was just faster and it was just floating in the damn apartment. She was sitting, twisting her hair, pulling out strings of her hair, Ugh. looking crazy, stress bumps all over her. Just, just looking crazy as hell. And then, um, and then the decision that I made, I said, this is what I want to do. I want to, when I went back to my apartment, I said, I want to put a lock on my room door. And I said. You can stay here, but you need to sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in the, in the, in the living room. Mm-hmm. And I guess this was just like the tipping point for her. So I said, she was like, no, she was like, no, I'm not sleeping in the couch. I'm standing here and sleeping in this room. And I said, and I did that because it's like, I wanted my privacy. And it was the only door was that one bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I, she had, it's like, I'm paying the bill. So you need to, you know, stay in here. So anyways, I went and I picked up her clothes out of the closet, honey, and started bringing them to throw them in the living room because she wouldn't leave. I was so pissed off that I just wanted my own space. Um, and when I picked up them clothes, honey, and she came and touched me, it's like, that was it. We got into it oh that's when you went to that's when it happened it's like so I'm glad you asked that question were we sleeping in the same bed yeah at the time we were but when I started getting closer to Evan I was like this is not right I don't want to sleep in the same bed with her you know I don't want to you know I, I just don't want to do that so when I made the decision like okay I need to move you out of of my bedroom and cause I can't get you out of my apartment so I need to get you out of my bedroom so we got into a fight and then when we got into the fight that's when she called the cops and she was like well, mm-hmm. wait a minute you said you grabbed her clothes mm-hmm. and you was like like this shit gotta go in the living room yeah so what did she say do you remember what she was happened like, no I'm not going in the living room the fuck you the fuck you know just like shit so like you this. had the clothes you set the clothes down and then do you remember what happened was she taking her shit back in the room and you was yeah were y'all like, yeah, y'all going back and forth? Yeah, it's like the second <laughs> the second go-round when I went and picked up the clothes to go, it's like she low key touched me. She ain't even touched me that much, but she but I'm already pissed. Yeah. And as soon as she touched me, it's just it was just over. So we got into a fight. Um And you know she's white, so her skin bruises up easier. So she got these red marks all on her and shit. And she was like, Mm-hmm, yep, I've been waiting for that. Yep. She picked up her cell phone. She dialed 911. She called the cops. She described me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know, driving in polish. She got dread. She got tattoos down home. You know that 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 whole <laughs> spiel. It's like now y'all able to piece all this shit together. So um, so when the cops got there, when the cops got there. Oh my goodness! Before they got there and I wish I would have just no I'm glad I didn't it's like I'm everything played out the way it was supposed to but at the time I was thinking like I wish I would have just grabbed her cell phone and didn't even let her call the cops you know beat her ass even more so she can call the cops but it didn't get that <laughs> You was gonna say I wish I just would have took my ass and got it at Apollo and left. no them. because then this would have been like I'm trying to flee the police so I had to stay there you know because then they would have put a warrant out they would have been looking for me they would have been looking for my car all that mm-hmm. and they would have came to the place and she would have been able to give more information on me so they could find me so it could have made things worse so on the wait for me sitting and waiting on the cops to come um, it was another moment of hell So it's like she was, you know, what's so crazy when I used to go to church, um, they would, whenever a demon was coming out of a person, um, they would, you know, kind of spaz out and all that. And it was like this white foamy spit that would come out their mouth and they would actually get napkins to catch it. They was just like, this is just signs of a demon coming out of a person that was just in church. So, um while we waiting on the cops I'm sitting on the floor I pick up my laptop and I turn on the recorder because while all this shit was happening she was talking her shit oh my goodness she was Scream and it was a screech coming out of her mouth. The type of scream she was saying. Y'all, keep in mind, it's the same girl who, like, she just anytime the number six was on the clock or six 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 was in her change, she avoided six and six 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 all the time. That's why she didn't even show up at court because it was June, the month of six. I don't know what it was with her and six, but I think something demonic really was in her. You know what I'm saying? Not even trying to get churchy, but something demonic was in her. Um and. You know She's screaming, she's talking all this shit and at the same time, this white foamy spit just kept coming out of her mouth while she was doing it. And I'm mm. sitting on the floor with my recorder on, trying to capture her saying some things that would help me, but I couldn't. It's like she didn't say enough. You know, for mm-hmm. it to be enough. You know, she was twerking. She was, you know, hitting her ass, talking about how she got ass, like, you know, fat ass, like black girls. Like, it was just something with her and black girls. She just didn't like black girls. She, I guess she felt like maybe it was competition with her and black girls because she liked dating black people. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe she almost felt inadequate when it came to like trying to measure up to an actual like black woman. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, she was twerking, flicking her ass, screeching, screaming, you know, her eyes looked dark. Uh, just, just, it was just a crazy sight. It felt like I was dealing with like a demon and in, in home. So, um, when the cops finally showed up, they took me into jail and it's crazy cause I never got to say goodbye to Evan. <laughs> you know, I took when I got into the cop car. I took down phone numbers because, as a matter of fact, that same night, me and Evan had a date plan. We were supposed to go. We were supposed to go out on date. Then, mm-hmm. can you imagine you having this honeymoon phase with this new person, and then all of a sudden they get you snatched away from you? Yes. Face of the earth. She was probably like. But that was the same day that Becky saw y'all, right? Or was it a different day? Uh. Was it the same day? Because if maybe it was the it w- same day, maybe she was already like, something must have happened. Uh, no, I don't think it was the same day. I don't think it was the same day. Mm. Yeah, so... Okay, so then... um I I, when the cops came they said do you have any marks on you to show that she's been hitting you y'all couldn't find nothing. I found a little old sore but it was like no no ma'am stand up they put the handcuffs behind me and said okay we're gonna walk you out when we walk you past Becky uh don't do anything and I'm just thinking like I'm 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 cool but inside I was boiling so much and like when they walked me out imagine you got the cop behind you and then you have her walking to walk back in my apartment while they're walking me out with handcuffs behind me all I knew is I just like tried to go at her, even with the handcuffs on. I don't know what, I don't know if I was going to try Are to bite her hand butter. I was, yes. If I could have got anything to her, my teeth, my head, anything, I was ready to do it. Yeah. That's just how upset I was. I didn't even think I was going to do anything. Yeah. But when they walked out and I saw her face, her walking past, like, uh, twisting her hair, how she usually pull her hair out and just looking like, shit, I don't give a fuck. Should not put your hand on me. You know, that type of look. Um, it, it just brought like some anger out of me that I didn't even know that yeah. was, it was going to make me do that. So, anyways, I'm locked up, blah blah blah. Um, when I finally get out of jail, <laughs> um, one of the first phone calls I made, besides calling my mom, was to Evan. I picked up the phone and I said, "Some I was like, do do do." I said, "I said, you know how you try to have your sexy voice." I was like, "Hey, beautiful." Right, yeah, I just sounded so crazy okay so as soon as I said that y'all when I tell you Evan screamed at the top of her lungs she was outside at AM, you know with her friends or whatever. she was like I'm not gonna do the scream but she was it was like so much excitement in her body I could feel it through the phone she was screaming loud as fucking hell <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> so anyways y'all so I um but the thing is Okay, y'all yeah, probably want okay. What about Becky? So I had to play the game. I mean, I know I told a lot of this story in the, uh, not any of the story with Evan, but I told the story with, um, Becky, but this is kind of how, again, how I played it all. So when I was in jail, um, I called Becky and I played the game and that's why if any women are dating men or anybody that's in jail, you have to really be careful because a lot of these people will just tell you anything, you know? Because, you know, you're going through a lot. You're stuck in this trap in any type of familiar voice. It just feels good. So when I was locked up in jail, um, me and Becky finally had the conversation and she was like, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know that, you know, that you had that warrant on you. I didn't know that they were going to lock you up for like that. I'm so sorry. I was like, it's OK. Like, it, it's cool. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, work it out. Uh, make sure I don't get into any fights with these girls in here and um I said uh, and then we start working out how to to get the rent paid you know for that month um I told her you know how to get the money and all that stuff and then um and then when I got out of jail Becky was the one who picked me up so when she picked me up um <laughs> it's great now wait did Evan Evan didn't have a car. No, Evan didn't. Again, remember, Evan is 18 going on 19. This is little, little oh. kid shit. And I'm 21. So Evan is 18 and I'm 21 at this time. So what was your car? It was just at the apartment? Yeah, it was at the apartment. Oh, okay. So Becky picks me up in her Mustang, uh, get me my first meal uh, out of jail, which was um, at the time Taco Bell was selling them little flame of Hot Fritos inside of like the burrito thing. So that was my first meal out of jail and um when we got home and went into my apartment we got in the bed and i noticed that becky had on this sexy lingerie (laughs) the sexiest lingerie that um that i've ever seen her wear i was like oh get in the bed." i guess she's thinking thinking rashida one. what's what's that put it on a make want to marry marry me no bitch (laughs) because little did she know even though i was being cool calm and collected inside i'm thinking i need to figure out how to get this demon off of my back because she's gonna play like she's acting good again like this is how what happens she try to be on her best behavior like we're all good and then that's when i would be like okay well she's good now so you know i'll just chill out but no i said i don't care what happens i need to figure out how to get this demon out of my life and um So we land in the bed And you know She's in her bra and panties, is whatever this little lingerie thing she had on, and she, you know, tries to put her butt on me. Um, she tries to, you know, just. She tr- said, "You was locked up. You was ready, Freddy." And and, and little did she know, bitch, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Freddy Krueger, not to be with you. <laughs> so so, anyways, you know, she put her butt on me and all that, and um, when I didn't touch her, it pissed her off. And it brought her back to that, you know, like the fuck, like you don't want to touch me. So I guess she was thinking, so you trying to go back and link back up with that bitch? I think what she wanted was for me to touch her, so she could have something over me, or taint what me and this and Evan was building. Mm-hmm. She was gonna be like, she she fucked me last night. Yes, and and I don't work like that, hoe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> So, uh, uh, when I finally got out, I, when I went the next day, um, you know, I'm, I got my car and all that. I leave and I don't come back to the apartment until I get a plan. Um, so I'm sleeping in the dorm room with Evan and, you know, spending the night in my car, whatever I need to do. I just didn't go back to the apartment cause I didn't want to end up in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came up with the plan, uh, to get her Wait, out. Wait, so... Around this time, did y'all have cell phones or anything? Yeah. So she wasn't calling you? Who? Um, Becky. I mean, probably. I can't remember like that detail, but I'm sure she probably hit me up. Yeah, I'm sure she hit me up, text me, anything, you know, trying to see why I'm not home. Mm -hmm. So I came up with the plan, a really good plan to get her out. Um, I ended up changing my locks. I had a friend that worked at the job where Becky was working at, which is the same job I was working at. And Becky ended up coming to work at that same job with me, which is so crazy. You know, I'm working at my job and she gets a, a job employed at the same place that I'm working at, you know, to try to keep. This is just how bad it was, y'all. So, um I had a friend that worked at that same job. I'm no longer working there, of course, cuz you know, I got locked up and they let me go. Or I was able to, you know, put a resign from there through the way I did it. If y'all listen to the story, y'all understand. But um, anyways, when I finally got her out of my um, out of my apartment, changing my locks um, and based off a, a piece of paper that we had on file that said that she would leave within 30 days. So she really had no say so to get back in my apartment. And I took her shit and I set it out um, inside of her mama house. I was like, here, mama, you need to take your little demon baby back. <laughs> because what happened was the cop said if they ever come and they can see any proof that she was staying with me, then she has a right to stay there with me for 30 days. So I took all her her toothbrush everything put it in a box set it outside her mama's house and I changed my locks and I didn't go there for like two or three days and then when I finally got there had my apartment to myself oh my goodness it felt so good not to 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 have her on my back and that's when I let um (laughs) that's when I let Evan um come through and uh me and Evan was uh staying in the apartment we just figuring things out and you know, like I said, there's always red signs. I mean red flags. Evan was cool. I was just so happy to be with her and all that again, this is I didn't get a chance to just be to myself, and it's very important to do that, but it was just different red flags like when me and Evan would hang out, it's like the type of attention she liked to get from different people. I didn't really like it, but I ignored it. Uh, there was a time where she told me that um that um that she was hanging out with her friends and this dude kept talking to her about head and all that and she ended up letting him give her head you know what I'm saying and as a lesbian as a lesbian that's just not something that we normally do but again just little things just seeing that how you know how someone can play with her head and and get her to to do things you know just little red flags like that I ignored them so y'all was just having conversation like getting to know each other and this stuff was coming out yeah well, well I mean not just having a conversation so we are together now we're in a relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> you know she's now staying with me at my apartment where i just got the demon out um and we you know figuring out how to pay the bills together because I'm trying to figure out how to get a job where I can pay for it and stuff like that she's helping me with her little job at Ross you know just really hustling and figuring out how to pay that high-ass rent at this new-ass luxury apartment that I got which is way outside of my means $875 a month plus utilities you know what I'm saying plus a car note but um but yes guys so you know we we live our life finally get back on my feet finally get a job where i'm able to afford this stuff um and you know we live our life so after about a year that's when me and her started having problems we started getting into physical fights it's like arguing was a regular thing every day we're arguing about something. we argued every day about something that it just felt like the normal the honeymoon phase was over whoa. yeah it was over and we get to i'm punching her in her face she's punching me Wait. in my face <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. that's what i'm saying lesbian relationships there's a lot of domestic violence that go on but people overlook it because it's too female but yes yeah, like like you mean like closed fist punching yeah close fist punching and see she's so bullheaded she's a tourist that like you a puncher and it wouldn't even her. It. it's almost like she'd be like want more Oh geez. yes there has been times where we've been like in, in this thing like her being a young girl it's like having to deal with her learning how to drive learning dealing with her learning how to cook like for it that's why I don't understand how people men especially how I don't say men especially just men when I don't see how people who are older like for example you got saya who's 34 and she's dating that little 20 what is she 22? years old savvy savvy Twenty-one or 22. Twenty-one going on twenty two i don't understand how people date people so young because you gotta have a lot of patience because you're dealing with a lot of shit like for example my new luxury apartment i was staying in when i'm at work working at american express evan was at home and she didn't know that you you can't put you know, cold stuff from the freezer in hot grease. So she had, she was trying to make some pot stickers, had the skillet sitting on there with hot grease. She went in to take a shit in the bathroom. She all on the phone and stuff. And the pot stickers that she had sitting in the grease, it actually started a fire, a grease fire in my apartment. So I get a phone call while I'm at work saying, you need to get here because uh, it's been a fire. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get home and like, everything is just ruined. Mm. um so you know um you know just dealing with little things like that when you when you date younger people because they still learning stuff um and when we hit that two and a two and a half year mark that's when we began to start thinking about like our future and what we wanted to do so we ended up where she decided to move away she moved to um to uh South Carolina or one of them Carolinas. And I stayed home. And that's when I was like, I'm going to focus on my school because I got back in school work. And then this is when I started actually doing music. And I was like, w- not doing music, using my voice to do music. I've always did music like instruments and stuff like that. But when I was in jail, that's when I learned that I actually have a talent to use my voice. And so when I got out of jail, it, it was just something to help me. It was therapy to help me get through all those hard times. So I was like, I had made the decision. Like I was like, man, I'm really good at this. I want to see like how good can i get with it Mm -hmm. and i started focusing on my music heavy and i was like well if uh evan go ahead and move away to go to because she wanted to go to nursing school she wanted to go to school and get her degree because we're trying to figure out okay what are we going to do for our future because we're getting older now i'm probably like 25 and she's probably like what what's t- what 20 22 three, four, five. yeah 22 so let me ask you this because uh-huh. at first you said she was you know in the dorm so did she stop going to school or was she always going to school because now eventually you- she stopped oh she stopped going yeah because because she was then this is how they get you uh she started working at Directv. so she actually None that I think of it because you was working at DirecTV that time, so you might have, girl, you could have crossed paths with her. You could have had conversations with her. Anything? Mm, I doubt it. Yeah, she didn't look familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, and you get remembering faces, but she didn't work there super long. But she worked at DirecTV. This is before I was even working at DirecTV. I'm still trying to get my shit together so I can qualify. For a job at DirecTV, so carla and her worked at the same job for a little while they probably they were in different departments so who knows they could have crossed paths with each other anything sat at the same table you just never know mm-hmm. the world is so small but um yeah when she started working at DirecTV uh based off the money she was getting like a lot of college students you know you looking at people with degrees working next to you making the same money it's like I guess she just stopped going to school for a little while mm. you know so anyways um when she made the decision that she wanted to get a degree in like healthcare she said well I'm going to go ahead and go off and move to the Carolinas cuz her dad Uh, which made a lot of money a year, like over $200,000 a year, that type of money. He said, I'll pay for you to go to school, but you got to come here and live with me. So she went back home and we was like, cool, if that's what he want to do, cool. Like I didn't like her dad. I only seen him one time and when I saw him, he didn't like me. Okay, so you didn't like the dad. The dad didn't like you. How did the dad feel about her lifestyle? Her dad did not, couldn't stand her lifestyle. The thought of her being gay and all that, he couldn't stand it. You know, I think a lot of parents, they do that. It's like they try to use, well, I'll take care of you or I'll do this for you, but you got to come home or you got to live this way. When at the end of the day, they're gonna get grown. It's like you can't hold on to them forever. Right. And then a lot of kids, when they don't have money, they'll do what the mm-hmm. parents they do, just so they can get what they want until they get grown. Yeah, because it's like we were living in a in a in a luxury apartment and all that but we didn't really have like decent furniture and that's a thing like when you're young and you're dating someone young y'all trying to figure it out it's like y'all had a struggle love mm-hmm. so it's like we knew that we wanted more we just knew we had to switch things up um because like we living in this decent apartment but it's like we don't have enough money to really do nothing so we wanted better jobs or better something to get out of that rut um So when she made the decision to move to the Carolina, uh, I just call it South Carolina and I stay home. I was like, this is perfect because then this will give me more time to just focus on me. I said, I've never had a chance to just be alone. And I said, this would be perfect because while I'm always trying to jump in different relationships because I don't know how to be alone now that I'm in a relationship and I know I'm going to be loyal, then this gives me no time, nothing, but just to focus on myself. And I was like, I can focus on my music to see like what the hell's going on with that. And it's my school and my work and see what, what it is that I want. So when she left, you already know, again, that karma shit had me like one on the straight and narrow, 100% loyal. So, and and I thought we had a really good relationship, even though we had our moments where we would fight like almost every day, it'd be arguing over little petty shit. Um, but we still had a good love for each other and so I thought we were on the same page I was like okay she's gonna go off to the Carolina and focus on her nursing and I'll do this and we'll just be able to meet up it was like an eight-hour drive between us Mm -hmm. um and I said um every now and then like every other month maybe we can meet up and have a good time and so that's what we did so the first time I visited her, I rented out a, a nice little car. I don't even know why I need to say that. It was like a little black Camaro. I don't know why I need to say that, but anyways, I drove all the way to the, to the Carolina to visit her. And that's when she introduced me to her friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of them was this stud that, um, she actually grew up with. It was like a childhood friend. And, um, I, int- I, I met the stud, I bet the other, uh, little stud and wh- whatever, whoever else was there. We went to like a little basketball game where I guess, you know, we was just getting to know each other. I mean, everybody seemed cool. And so I left and this is when stuff started getting a little weird. Um, this is the two and a half getting ready to hit our three year mark. Um, when I noticed that every time I would get on the phone with Evan, it's like, it it didn't feel the same. She always had a reason to get off. Uh, when we did get on the phone, we didn't have nothing to talk about. And, um, and it's like, I just didn't have her attention like that. So that women intuition, it had me thinking like, okay, something going on. I don't know what it is, but I am never the type to, to just, do too much asking questions or stooping because I know it always tend to fall in your lap whenever someone's doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so finally, but something, if you have like an impulse or, or to do something or you follow your intuition, something just told me to check the phone bill. Um, our, our phone bill at the time was a sprint. So I was at work and it was like a burning, like check it, check it, check it. Like I was like, damn, what is this? So I pulled up my phone. I actually, um, opened up the uh the the sprint uh phone log and I noticed that she would be on the phone and it said six hours eight hours three hours like with this same phone number and it would be uh it would be going throughout like the night like you know and like from, so it's like they were laid up on the phone with each other mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck it's like my heart dropped it's like it it shattered my world because. I thought we were on the same page. So when it happened, I felt like so betrayed. It it got so bad that, um, when I got out, I actually got on the phone with her. And, um, when I left my work, I got on the phone with her. And then, um, and then I asked her what was going on and when I confronted her and she finally said what was happening it's like I was so mad that I had went to my best friend's apartment and I cried wait what did she say you said you confronted her yeah I was like Like, who is what is what is is this that you're on the phone with she was like is. She made up some dumb excuse saying like, uh, um, this, we just been talking or whatever. Like she said, we, but we didn't have sex. We just been talking, getting to know each other, something like that. And I'm, you know, asking these questions. Why do y'all, you know, them questions that you would ask, Mm -hmm. you know, like how, how can you really explain you laid up on the phone with somebody? But I remember, um, when I got off the phone with her, I went outside of my friend's house apartment at the time. And I sat outside of her apartment and I cried so hard. Like, it wasn't even crying like I was hurt. It was like angry cry. Like, angry tears. Mm-hmm. Like, here I am, you know, thinking I finally got this karma, this karma off of me. This bad karma. And I got rid of that demon out of my life. And I'm trying to just focus on doing me and doing better. And then... This shit happens like this person I'm thinking we're building together. I'm thinking she's there to get her nursing degree so we can build and it's just like I was crying out of angry anger, frustration it was like I had noise coming out I was crying so hard mm-hmm. I, I just never cried I hadn't cried that that hard as an adult like ever it was just it was just frustration yeah uh, you know what I'm saying and then from there on, it's like sh- the girl Evan got bitter. Like as time went on, like she, she like when I said I wanted to like not deal with her anymore, because I was like, well, shit, fuck it. I'll just be by myself. I know how to be by myself now. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like to take yourself out on a date because I've been doing it while we were in a relationship and I wasn't cheating on you. So I said, cool, I'll just be single and, you know, and I'll just be by myself. I ended up getting a dog. I said, I'll get my dog. I'll focus on loving my dog as a, if I need a companion. That's when I got Nikki and um and i said i'll focus on my music because i was really making moves with my music at the time and i said i'll just focus on me fuck it and it just seemed like she got so bitter she suspended my phone (laughs) you know where i couldn't make phone calls she uh was like well i'm moving back there you know she she started like low-key getting like becky (laughs) i was like what the fuck i thought i got away from it but it's like they said, you got to learn how to be alone and get yourself together because you will keep attracting those same broken people. Yeah. And she started doing similar things to Becky. I almost felt like I was seeing it again. I was like, what the fuck? All alone, this thing was still with me. Wait, so she was the one doing things that she shouldn't have been doing outside of her relationship. Yes. And then she turned around and got mad at you. Yes. When I tell you my best friend, we both was just like, what the fuck was happening? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, um, finally. Wait, so when she was, I'm trying to make sure you didn't skip something. So when she had went off to school, were y'all engaged then? No, we were not engaged. And I'm going to get to that, yeah. All right, so when you called her on the phone with this other person, y'all wasn't engaged? Nope, we were not engaged. We're still in a relationship. So you was just basically like, I'm not fixing to put any energy into you. It's like you wasn't trying like you normally would. Well, yeah, it's like I was really ready to break up, but then it's like I had blocked her on everything. When I finally got my phone on and stuff, I know I had got me a, a phone by myself. Mm-hmm. I got my own phone, and um, and so she uh, starts sending me emails to get to me because she couldn't get to me any other way and then finally I was just I, I took the time to talk to her and you know how days pass and you get over it and I'm like thinking huh, oh, we've been together for two and a half years and she, all she was doing was laid up on the phone her as far as I know she said that they never had sex but now when I Derrick think of it ab- Right. And now when I think about it, like even like that's like I can't help but to think they probably did something. Even if she just gave her head or something. Like if the stud just gave they Evan the head or something, just fondled. Yeah, like something happened. They kissed something. Y'all ain't just laid up on the phone. Now, and the reason why I was thinking that maybe it didn't happen is because the stud stayed with her grandma and then Evan stayed with her parents. And you her don't daddy mean, don't you can always make it in shade. the car, anything. Yeah. Just thinking about yeah. <laughs> so I was like, something probably happened. Later down the line I was thinking. But at the time I was like, you know what? If she said she didn't do nothing, uh, and all they was doing was lay up the phone, I said I guess I'll give her another chance um, and you did the right thing because you're supposed to be able to trust the person that you're in a relationship with yeah and I was like I said this is the longest I've ever been with someone that was two and a half years at the time and I was like I guess I'll just go ahead and just you know try to make it work so um, we got back into good space um, we had made up makeup sex you know because she came home and visited and I, of course I told her you cannot talk to her anymore you know that bullshit like I don't think you should have to put no type of stipulations or nothing on somebody they should just want to do that shit on their own yeah but again this is me still learning but people um, still do that to this day somebody probably just did this last night and now they're listening to this right and it's like see with me and you like we don't have none of that like you don't have to tell me oh Nick you don't need to talk to her cause I know what I need to do to make my wife feel comfortable Yeah, and vice versa like you're not gonna do nothing and that's how it should be in a relationship and you know I always say it I always say it is your job to make your mate feel secure yeah so um so at the time, Evan, she started a new job uh, working at Zaxby's. And this is, again, we're, I think we're in a good space. So we had to make is up sex. Is she still in the Carolinas? She's still in the Carolina. Uh, let me go ahead and get this. We had the makeup sex and I actually impo- uh, proposed to her dang that was some good ass makeup sex yeah I so we when we made up a few months later I proposed to her Ooh, so that was some good makeup sex man <laughs> y'all was putting it down yeah I said it <laughs> <laughs> so anyways y'all so okay this time we're now proposed I told and I think I think something psychological happened there though like with me putting the ring on her and all that I think it was like I was just so afraid of maybe losing something or maybe make trying to make her feel like okay i'm i'm engaged now so i really gotta take it serious i don't know what something like something something happened like if, if a therapist observed this they would be like something happened like nick this was you trying to like because we still got shit kicked under the rug and everything you know what I'm saying we still before she moved away we were still having arguments every day we were still physically putting our hands on each other you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so something happened psychological that where I decided okay let me put a ring on her we had this makeup sex let me make her feel like like she need to take this more serious than what she was, mm-hmm. you know, and she always talked about wanting to be engaged and all that shit. So I said, let me give her what she wants. So maybe, you know, she'll, she'll take it serious. Right. Yeah. Because I didn't want to lose her in that way. You know it what i It was saying? like a reward for the work not even done. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. So she moved. she goes back after being with me for a little while. And after we done proposed all that, let's say months have passed, she starts this new job at Zaxby's. And when she starts this new job, um, I actually um, she 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 would come and talk on the phone with me because now we're talking on the phone I would even look at the phone records every now and then didn't see nothing but um, as far as her talking to that uh, stud which she probably was still talking to her you just never know mm-hmm. but anyway so she comes home telling this story about this girl that she just she, oh, at first she was saying she didn't like her like that and then after she kept talking about it I was like well damn Evan do you like her and then she you know told me that she's a femme and all that quote unquote femme and um and I was like you know what do you like her like that at this point something in me was just like you know what if you like her like that y'all can talk especially when she said she was a femme this is why again when we watch that little Easy and Natalie thing and, and Easy and Natalie trying to get all excited about Natalie messing with another femme that shit don't matter <laughs> you know what I'm saying cause films can come up and take your girl too mmm so when she started talking, I was like, okay, we can have you. You want to try to open relationship. So we tried that and I was like, cool, you could talk to the film. And so what mm-hmm. made you just say, let's have an open relationship. It was just impulsive. It was just because I didn't want her to, I don't know if it was somewhere it's Like I didn't want her to cheat on me. And I was getting to a point where I was kind of over the relationship anyways. Cause I was kind of like, well, I know how to be by myself now. So how so- long is this after the engagement? shit this probably like maybe a couple months or something a couple of months and she already talking about somebody else but she was talking about her in a way like Let me tell you what this person Exactly. But she did the same thing with the stud. She used to talk about that stud. Like, just be like, ugh, she, you know. And then, so I was like, okay, she started to talk about this film again. So, she keeps talking about this film. Maybe she low-key like her. Mm -hmm. So, I I was just like, you know what? If you want to be in an open relationship, I mean, we can do this open relationship. And you can talk to her. You can get to know her. I don't don't care. And I used to even try to encourage it. It's like I was just kind of like at a point where I was actually looking forward to not being in a relationship and I said God I don't know how this is going to play out but if this end up being a way for me to get out of this relationship cool because it was like I was at a point where I was like damn I done not propose to her so it was like now we got to get married but then I was also another side of me kind of like do I really want this Mm-hmm. so you know uh, I let her talk to the thing I mean to the girl the femme and little did I found out later the femme she wasn't even really a femme she was like a young girl who was dressing like a femme currently but really was a stud and she just didn't get a chance to really dress the way she wanted because she was so young she, she was, was like the, 18 years old yeah yeah so at this time she's 18 and Ebony oh fuck I said a name <laughs> well I said a name <laughs> <laughs> I told you I didn't want to use Evan. (laughs) Oh, well, you ain't said Becky name Uh, because but Evan is just really close. So anyways, (laughs) okay, so, um, so she's talking to her and, um, yeah, the girl really, she wasn't even like a fem; She was like a stem, you know, some more masculine that I even realized because all I saw was pictures. So when i seen the pictures i was like oh she's cute you know but i didn't know like her energy was like masculine mm-hmm. so um at that point um i encouraged a relationship and then this is kind of where like we're coming up on the end of it so this is when um eventually we all decided to take a trip to chicago we all who is we all uh me evan my best friend at the time and then the other girl we decided to go up and take a trip to chicago what other girl uh um, the girl who she's talking to no trees uh uh oh so your other friend yeah we went to visit trees up there okay. in chicago and so we up there in chicago and um again i i, I me and and evan we haven't had sex uh because it's kind of like when she started talking to the new girl I didn't want her I didn't even want to touch her sexually so y'all decided to have an open relationship Mm -hmm. did you know that she had started having a relationship with her I didn't know what they were doing like I didn't know if they were Uh, so it was just the images in your head turning you off it's just kind of like I was I kind of over the relationship anyways Mm -hmm. and like just the thought of her being with someone else sexually it's like I felt like this was a, a way for me to exit Mm-hmm. so we all go up to chicago and this is when i found out that the relationship that she had with this girl was more serious than i realized um and it's mainly because again i don't look for anything it just tend to fall in your lap so we're up in uh chicago sleeping in the hotel and then all of a sudden evan's phone is going off beep, 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 and evan is asleep and her phone is under her uh pillow So I was like, well, let me get the phone so I don't wake her up. I grab it and on the phone what I see is a picture of... Me and Evan walking hand in hand with me, you know, with my hand in her back pocket or however it was. And because uh, um, my best friend at the time had took a picture of us and we posted. I posted it on my Instagram page. And then this long text message. This long text message, almost as if they wanted me to read it. <laughs> they were just saying, I can't believe you were up there in Chicago with her like that. You said that you were going to um uh, leave her. You know, you got every time you're with me, you take that ring off your finger. And now I see you got it on your finger. And, um, and you know, you, you just got through from eating me out and those lips just talking about just giving a very descriptive, uh, picture, uh, of what they do mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're together. It's, that's why I said, it almost felt like they wanted me to read it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I was like, well, damn this they, I mean, I knew they could have been having sex or something, but they really, you know, if, if Evan's telling her that she's going to leave me and we're not really getting married, it kind of made me feel some type of way because I'm like, damn, I didn't take the time to pick out this ring, proposed it to you in front of all our friends. I didn't I knew we were engaged. So I thought it was a bit more serious than this little play play, you know, side thing you had going on while you were in the Carolina. So when we walked out, um, I mean, we walked out the hotel room to talk Um, because I I asked her I woke her up I was like Evan shit I said Evan what is this I need to just say her name (laughs) (laughs) I said Evan what is this and then uh, when I showed her and then I just got out the bed and I just left again remember we have not had sex nothing because I just couldn't bring myself to have sex with her and plus I had you know my little side thing going on in, in Alabama at this time because we're we're both in an open relationship so there's no way in hell that I'm not, you know, involved. So it's kinda like when you start having sex with other people, it's like you start building emotional connections with the people you're with. And it, it, it kinda like that's why I don't think threesomes are a good idea because it's like it, it switch up shit, you know, emotionally. It's like when I started kinda getting involved with whatever I was getting involved with in Alabama, I just didn't really care for Evan like that in that way well y'all was doing an open relationship so it's like she didn't know what was going on with you Mm -hmm. and you didn't know what was going on with her kind of in a threesome Mm -hmm. I guess they kind of They're supposed to know what's going on with each other. So I can see how it would probably be a little bit more fluent Mm -hmm. than not knowing. Yeah. But if you're the type of person where it mentally bothers you that your person is with somebody, then I don't see how that would work. Yeah. So like when we when we came together in Chicago, like I couldn't get it up, you know. You know what I mean by that? I just sexually, I just didn't really want her like that, but I still loved her, you know, and I just felt like, you know, eventually when we move back together, we'll be able to rekindle things like that. Um, but anyway, so when I saw the text message and I showed her Evan about it, I I left the room and then Evan tried to come and chase after me. And she was like, you know, I, I was just like, why would you tell her that we're gonna break up if we're engaged like why do you even have her thinking this shit you know we're supposed to be together and she it's like she was trying to like run game like like a damn dude i'm like damn it almost feel like i'm dating a damn dude that's why i say you, these women can play more games than damn dudes sometimes so i was like i'm not gonna be uh i said i'm already having sex with you know other people i'm already you know i know how to be single like i know how to go home by myself and 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 not be scared to be home by myself or not be you know i know how to go out like i had my dog we would go me and my dog where i would smoke weed blow it in my dog face we would go to sonic and just sit and just order shit off the menu like me and my (laughs) dog i knew how to be alone so because because i knew how to be alone um i was just like shit i can just break up with her and just live my life like i'm good so then um but but before i broke up with her i said okay well if you really want this you're gonna have to go ahead and cut off the relationship with with old girl because hold on what's happening okay because i um because i i but when i told her that if you want to be with me you got to cut off the shit you got with old girl i think that was more of an ego thing i wanted to show that girl that i had more control Mm -hmm. so i was like okay well if you want to be with me then you cut cut that shit off you got with that girl because you're engaged to me what we got is way more special than what you got with um widow girl so she was like okay i'm gonna cut it off so then the next day we end up going to the social security office because we had to handle some in chicago and i sat in the car i drove evan to the social security office so she can go in and handle some and i'm sitting in the car and then after sitting in there for like an hour uh, in the car something told me to okay just go in I go in and I see Evan on the phone through the window through the window right she was booed up right so when I walk in she didn't expect me to be coming in so I came in and she had the dumbest look on her face and I said you know what this is perfect because I said I know she's on the phone with that girl and I'm going to give her a chance to make the decision on the phone with the girl so she can't run Mm game so whatever you say to me is going to be heard by the girl and I said based off how she move this will determine if I'm going to just drop her ass and just be done Mm -hmm. because I was ready I was kind of over it anyway so I go and sit in the seat right next to her she had the dumbest look on her face her uh, mouth was kind of like her finger was in her mouth like looking dumb her legs going back and forth doing like a little nervous little twitch and I said who you on the phone with uh was she still talking or she had got quiet she got quiet she got real quiet I was like who you on the phone I already knew she on the phone I said who you on the phone with and uh eventually she answered it. She had, like she didn't want to answer it. And I said, "Cool." I said, "Have did you tell her um that that y'all done?" <laughs> and then she was just like, "Uh, she she didn't say nothing." And then I said, "Okay, d- d- right now tell her that you're done. If you don't, then I'm done." So really I I set it out there right there perfectly where she had to tell who she had to choose who she was going to be done with. Mm. But when she hesitated to tell the girl that she was done with her, I said, cool. You know what? You can have her because I'm done because I like with the hesitation. I knew if she's hesitating to tell her that that means when she go off to the Carolina, I don't know what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't have time to play these games. Like I'm young. I'm cute. I'm and I'm fit because I was playing women's football at this time. y'all. I was living my best life. You know what I'm saying? The only thing is I wasn't completely single but I was like I knew how to be alone I knew I didn't have to jump in a different relation I just knew what it looked and felt like so I knew that once I just cut the tie off from Evan that I could just truly just be me you know and just not have to worry about jumping in another relationship because that's what I kept doing mm-hmm. is jumping to other relationships so anyways um when I did that, it's like shit hit the fan. Of course, she started acting up. Um, she took the ring and she tried to throw it um, in the Chicago streets. My best friend at the time and her girlfriend, we ran to get the wait, ring. Wait, 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 wait. So y'all was at the Social Security place. Yeah. But so what, uh-huh. after you said, "Okay, I'm done with you," what happened? I got up and I left and I walked down to the car. And I just sat out there. I, it felt like a weight had been lifted off me. Because I was like, I am finally out of this relationship. And I know that I'm not getting in another, another relationship. I said, I know I'm going to be by myself. And um, and it's like, when she got through handling her business in the social security office, she came in and got in the car. She didn't say nothing to me. I didn't say nothing to her. And it's like, I think she could feel the energy. Like, she could feel that, like, I was good. Like, I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. I was like not to be like happy and rubbing it in her face, but I was just like, I'm good. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like good. Live your life. I'm good. I'm gonna live mine. And I think it pissed her off so then what how did y'all end up going somewhere where she threw it okay so we still okay we still on this trip with my two friends Mm -hmm. so when we walk into the uh we we still going on little excursions around Chicago you know hanging out so at this time like I used to do certain things like I used to put my hand around her hip when we crossed the street I would make sure she was good you know stuff like that girl we walking I didn't care if a car hit her I wasn't putting my arm around I was just walking I was talking having good conversations with my friends and she was just getting madder and madder and madder because she felt like she could feel herself losing me uh by the second by mm-hmm. the minute and when she realized she didn't have that hold on me anymore it pissed her off mm-hmm. and um when the climax finally happened she was like so really So you just going to just let all of this go. Like when she finally had the conversation, she had this anger in her face. Reminded me of damn Becky and how she looked. It wasn't as demonic as Becky, but it was still like it was just like dark energy. And um, and I was like, yeah, I said, I'm good. I said, you know, you can go ahead and live your life in the Carolinas. You know, you can do whatever you got going on with our girl. And I said, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. You know, and and I think it pissed her off because she saw me like I'm having concerts, making music. I got these friends I'm hanging out with. I'm going hiking with my dog. It's like, I'm literally just living my best life. Mm -hmm. And she knew that she wasn't going to be in that picture and she didn't have that hold over me anymore. So then when she got really pissed, she looked at me and she took the ring off her finger that I spent that money on. Because like a long time ago, I told her, I said, Evan, I don't care how mad you get at me. Promise me you'll never take my ring off and throw it like a uh <laughs> like you in the movie scene. So <laughs> so then she uh i guess she uh <laughs> she moved the scene joy yeah so she took the ring and she threw it across the street in chicago this is at night you know we're somewhere in chicago and then when she and she did it my two friends they ran over there we all and i ran too and then evan ran over evan looking for the ring because she was like no she's not getting that ring all i was thinking is ooh, she took the ring off i can take that ring and i can shit sell it that's mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. so then we all three going over there looking for the ring including evan she runs over there too so now it's four of us looking for the ring finally one of my friends found it and then it pissed evan off where one of my friends ended up getting into a physical fight with her so then we get back to the apartment wait Um, so they got into a fight was it the friend that found the ring I think yeah, I think it was Jasmine. Jasmine ended up I'm just gonna say the names. Um, fuck it. So then Jasmine, she picked up I think it was Jasmine or Trees picked up the ring, and then Evan tried to run and get the ring, and then when they did it, Jasmine just spazzed out and just like started punching her. Like they just Yeah, start... like cause you ain't finna be doing my friend like this. Yes. So then um when we got back to the apartment, to Treese's apartment, then that's when it really started getting bad. I'm telling you, like evan was trying to fight jasmine was hitting again and then evan tried to come at me and then i rock him, sock him. though we didn't all ever fight her at one time it's just she was always one-on-one but it's like if she stepped up she got she got fucked up so then eventually evan gets in her car which she left me because we rode together because at this time now evan got her car she gets in her car and she leaves she leaves and now i'm stranded in chicago So she leave to drive back to the Carolinas. To I don't know where. I thought she left, but she actually went somewhere else. But yeah, because I think she had some family up there or something. Mm -hmm. But now I'm feeling like, damn, I'm stranded in Chicago. So then I have to get a bus, catch a bus back down to a home, um, and then eventually, y'all. it's just that was it. It's like she tried to leave the Carolina and move back in my house with me. Cause I was like, Yes, I got my house to myself. Um, I got all my shit to myself and I can decorate it the way I want. I can just live my by myself. So she tried to bring her damn stinking ass and move into the house with me and stay in the other room. So she had said fuck nursing school. Fuck nursing school. <laughs> fuck the girl she was uh talking to, <laughs> fuck all that she I'm finna- like, she made a decision to come and make a yes, life miserable. Yes, she said I'm finna to move down here in this house and i'm finna live in here with her and make her house a living house so i tried to put a lock on my door blah go through all that shit again i was like this shit feel like i'm in the same situation with becky so then finally i guess when she realized i was really done and she stopped being petty we were able to have a conversation and she just decided to move back and when she left i said yes i said now nick i said you need to take time to be to yourself continue to be to yourself like you've been doing don't look for a relationship don't even really have sex with nobody like that just be to yourself and if she ain't this this and this don't even fuck with it you Ooh, know what girl. you want now yes it was like peace that peace. was a lot i just exhaled. yes it was a lot but i do want to say this um especially since i done said the girl name and all kind of shit um hold on let me make sure we still good so um i'm i'm in a better space now and this is how i feel when it comes to evan and her doing what she did i was young and i cheated (laughs) you know what i'm saying it happens and at this time i'm ready to grow up and live a more mature life and evan she's still young i grabbed her up at 18 you know she never she still didn't get a chance to live that life Mm -hmm. so the shit she did it pissed me off at the time but then i was just like you know what i have no hard feelings she wanted to get a chance to just still live life. Was it right that she cheated? No, but she, st- she was still young. She had to make her young mistakes. So I have no hard feelings when it comes to her. As a matter of fact, we're still friends with each other on social media. Um, every now and then I know she may peek in and look at a story cause I've seen her face. And then also I'll look in at her life on Facebook and it's like, I'm seeing the life that she's living. Um, I'm seeing the, the new person that she's with. Um, and then also she just recently had a baby. So it's like, she's now like at a, at a more mature age and she's living her life. And the crazy thing about it, like the life that she wanted, like this life where she's there living in a house and she's, you know, I don't know if they're married or not, but she's married and now they're having a baby. That's not the life I wanted, you know? And I was just thinking like, if I would have tried to stay and, and work that out, and I did end up, you know, having a baby with her and getting the house and working at a nine to five job or whatever they're doing. I would have been miserable. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything happens for a reason, and it's just like I I, I was able to forgive her and just understand that that was lessons that I had to go through to grow. And um and yeah, like I, I wish nothing but the best for her. I hope her life is happy. I hope it's good. Um. And I'm, and I'm thankful for the, the part that she played in my life to help me learn to grow and to the importance of learning how to be by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the story of my ex-fiance. My, my, my. Yeah. First time opening up about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all. I really hope y'all enjoyed the story. Um, I enjoyed telling it. Um, it feels good. I never told it before. And uh, like we said, you know... Thank you to our sponsor MidnightPleaser.com. if if y'all you know just don't be afraid to take care of yourself you know learn how to be alone learn how to be by yourself mm-hmm. um and um yeah you got anything you want to say honey baby No I don't. <laughs> Carla over here uh cuddled up in her blanket just you all you need was some popcorn. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to chew in the mic. Though. Yeah yeah. <laughs> We thank y'all so much for tuning in. If y'all want to have any conversations about this podcast and just visit us in our discord, our discord, the link is, um, the invite link should be there uh, in the community section or anywhere. Huh? Um, but yeah, just visit our discord and, um, in the podcast room. That's where we, let's be brutally honest. That's where we'll have conversations about like what we spoke about in this podcast and everything. But, um... What? Oh, um... If... If anybody is interested in sponsoring oh yes. one of our podcast episodes yeah it's very affordable so like if you are interested in sponsoring an episode just reach out uh to book nick and carla at gmail.com and we'll just let you know like how many people we have listen and all that type of stuff just so you can see if the decision is right for you who our audience is because we know who they are mm-hmm. and um, we'll work with you but um all right we'll hope to catch y'all next time
1: Peace
0: I don't mind. take your time and your life. You're-